Amanda Dixon is the longtime host of Utah's Morning News. You can hear more of her each weekday morning between 5 and 9 here on KSL News Radio. Welcome back to A Woman's View here on KSL News Radio. Such a treat this week to have Jill Atwood with me, Deputy Communications Director for the VA Southeast Network. And Rhonda Menlove is here, former state representative and educator and administrator from Utah State University. I would like to have some fun, ladies, since it's the holidays. And the way that I like to have fun on this show is I am aware of these two fascinating podcasts that ask a series of random questions at the end of their guests, no matter what the guests' backgrounds are. It's sort of a rapid fire thing. So you just share with us whatever comes to your mind. <laughs> I'm going to start with the questions that are asked at the end of every clear and vivid podcast. This is Alan Alda's podcast, and he interviews scientists from all over the world. And these are the questions he asks at the end of each one. So I'll start. Who wants to go first, Rhonda or Jill? Rhonda, you go. <laughs> okay, Rhonda, you go. Okay. Rhonda, I, but then I'll come to you too, Jill. So here's, here's right. the first question. Question number one, what do you wish you really understood? Oh, I wish I really understood the male mind better. <gasps> I was going to say the same thing. The men listening are probably thinking, we wish we understood the female mind. Exactly. (laughs) That's great. I understood better how my husband's thinking and my sons and so, and the people I work with. So I could, I could interpret it more clearly. Yes. Like, like, why did you just take off your sock and throw it there and leave it there for days on end? (laughs) What did you know? It was even there. All right. Here's number two. I'll start with you on this one, Jill. What do you wish other people understood about you? I think I can come across as having a sort of hard exterior at first. If you don't know me, Amanda, yeah. You know me. To, yeah. to know me is to love that, me. That is, it's true. But I am just a marshmallow, emotions on the sleeve type of woman. And I will do anything for you. I will give you the shirt off my back. I'm loyal almost to a fault. Amen to that. Yeah. All the above. Rhonda, what, what do you wish that people understood about you? I, I wish they understood my passion and my uh, strength. And it's not something I choose, you know, to be, it's just me. It's just a part of me. I'm passionate about things and I'll, I'll speak up and say. I love that. that. Yeah. Don't apologize for that. That's awesome. Thank you. All right. Question number three, Uh, Rhonda, what is the strangest question anyone has ever asked you? Oh, wow. That's interesting, Amanda. That is a tough question. Um, Maybe when they question, ask me why I did what I did, you know, just that general question. Why did you do that? You know, yeah. just, I rather than seeking to understand why maybe I did that. I hear that. I get that, too, in various capacities. But what about for you, Jill? I had a boss one time ask me why I wanted to have children. <laughs> First, super inappropriate. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But then I was like, well, why don't you not want to have children? Yeah. Okay. That's so, so I funny. just threw it right back. The, the, the strangest question I was ever asked was by a, a woman I did not know well, who, and this is years before I ever got pregnant, she put her hand on my stomach and said, is there something to be happy about? Oh, I probably had gained weight. 
not not in particular. Uh, maybe. <laughs> anyway, all right, number four, and we start with you, uh, Jill. Let's see. How do you stop a compulsive talker? I know a compulsive talker, <laughs> and I think I've tried several different tactics. Um, and this is a compulsive talker that I know well, and I just start searching their back for the off button. Do you have an off button? <laughs> oh, that's funny. That's funny. I'll have to remember or, that. Or I'll look at them and say, glazing over. I'm glazing over. <laughs> so you just admit it. And do they stop then? Is it effective? Oh, they good. do. They what? do. And this is someone I know well. I, I would respond differently to someone I don't know well. Of course. Of course, Rhonda, how about you? I bet as a legislator, you had this a lot too. I, I, yes, yes, I, I've had this a lot. I just have something else I need to do, and I apologize. I just say, oh, I am so sorry. I have to go, but it's been great talking to you. I, that's been my kind of exit out the door. Yeah, that's yeah, good. That's great. That's a good one. All right, here is our next one, Rhonda. To you, is there anyone you just can't feel empathy for? Oh. I cannot feel empathy for people who harm children. I just, it's, mm -hmm. I have no compassion. I mean, I know yeah. they have issues and problems, but when they harm children who are unable to defend themselves, my empathy goes, you know. Yeah, I hear that. Jill, what about for you? So I have two people who harm animals and I have no empathy the four politicians who lie and know they're lying. Mm, mm. And I, I know that, that goes down the political road, but it just speaks to our current climate and I just cannot fathom yeah. any of it. All right, two left in this segment. Uh, the next one, and we'll start with you, Jill. How do you like to deliver bad news? Phone, in person, text, email, you have bad news. How do you deliver it? Well, I have to admit, I have taken the chicken way out, but in my soul, the right thing to do is to deliver it in, in person and, and look a person in the eye. And then depending on what the bad news is, of course, really be there for them mm -hmm. in, in whatever way needs what to be done. You, yeah. How do you I deliver bad news? I would agree with Jill. There are times, though, I might temper it a bit by a message ahead saying, hey, I need to come by and chat you know. Yeah. And then they'd know, they'll be warned. Yeah. yeah. All right. Last one, starting with you, Rhonda, what, if anything, would make you end a friendship? I'm not good at ending friendships. I wouldn't end a friendship, but I have ended friendships by offending someone and it kills me. So no, I don't believe that. <laughs> oh, sometimes I just say it how it is, Amanda, but I just, I can't think of, I purposely ended it a relationship, a friendship. No. What about for you, Jill? What, if anything, would make you end a friendship? Judgment. If you're a true friend, there should never be any judgment because mm -hmm. they don't approve or they feel you should do something specifically. That's just a deal breaker for me. Brilliant. I have more questions of a random holiday variety. <laughs> we'll be back in a moment here on A Woman's View. Don't go away. <laughs> 